welcome to episode 527 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering, no matter how many beverages you're drinking while you play it. Ooh, yes. We, for instance, are a two-person podcasting team with three Three. different beverages, three distinct and unique drinks on the table. Absolutely. At any given time in my home, I have two to three Oh man! Drinks available for me. Yeah, mine. I basically always have what I have right now, which is one water, one coffee. One water, one coffee. Yes. I like to have an assortment of two energy drinks and one Lacroix. Wow, that's so many bubbles. If it's not bubbling, I ain't um, troubling. Troubling. <laughs> I was gonna say guzzling, but troubling is even better. <laughs> that's more of a direct rhyme. I mean, once I discovered that I could drink, you know, a fizzy water. Then it was flat water was just out the window for me. I get it. You know, it was a strict upgrade. I'm one of your hosts, Megan. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. (laughs) On today's show, not only will you find out about our beverage selections, but we're going to talk about a whole bunch of new stuff that's happening in magic. Yes, there are so many, so many new things coming out. Uh, We will also discuss product fatigue. Are you feeling it? I mean, we've got a list of all of this new stuff that's coming out. It's just like as long as my arm. It's um, a lot of stuff. And we want to help you keep it all straight. Like, when's it coming out? Yep. What is it? Decide if it's for you. Is it for like, you? Do I need to pay attention when this comes out? Or can yeah. I just be like, delete, pass, thank you. Yeah. We're also going to have a little bit of story time. We're a little behind, so yeah. we're still going to talk Brothers War timeline. But before we dive into all the fun that's certain to come out of our mouths. Yeah. That's a guarantee. Yes. That's a good luck high five guarantee. Yeah, uh, it is. Thank you, everybody, who makes this podcast happen every single week by being a, a Patreon supporter on patreon.com slash Magic. Yes. Thank you so much to our new patrons. We have gone a few weeks Yay. without new patrons, um, but we have several to thank this week. Thank you so much to Bradley, Yay. to Ryan, Ryan, to Anne, Anne, to Benita, Benita, and to Barry. Barry. Thank you to each and every one of you remember that this episode is yours this is your episode and now that you are patrons you have access to our special patron only discord which is also the only place that I've ever posted a meme about magic that I made wow so you can get in on exclusive. that exclusive content exclusive and now that you're in there you can go say which part of this episode specifically is yours is yours yes and you're free of course to tag us in that discord if you ever want to like post our attention boop 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 or ask us a question or whatever that's totally like something yeah. that we love it's like, great judge rob hangs around judge there Rob's talks in there. about commander stuff a lot of the time do you have a people, judge question yeah people post great commander lists uh it's a, it's just a good time and you can be a patron for any dollar amount whatsoever at patreon.com slash glhf magic barry bought an entire year up front for a discount what yeah that's you get a such discount. A good idea so like yeah if you're like oh that? i know i'm gonna be for a year you can get a sweet discount while you do it sick speaking of um commander stuff shout out to us (laughs) wow okay just kidding shout out to elder dragon (laughs) hijinks who had us on for an episode oh my goodness it's so much fun go check it out yes we played uh Obviously, a full game of Commander with Ely and Olivia. Yeah, it was great. We had just a blast. Judge Rob made all four decks that we played. Um, and so there's a very special little theme yes. in our episode, which is a lot of fun. Each deck uh, was the first time any of us had piloted it. And each yes. one adheres to the theme very strictly. And I highly suggest you go check the episode out. It's extremely fun. Yes. And Judge Rob did a great job making our decks for us. Um, I, I get scolded. I get scolded in it. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I get scolded. I don't think there could possibly 
possibly be a game of Commander you would play where you would not get scolded. Wow, are you saying that I have a scoldable play style? How dare you? I just feel like blue mages are scoldable. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I'm just saying if there's a scoldable card, it's Cyclonic Rift. <laughs> So, <laughs> so check it out, Elder Dragon hijinks on YouTube. Uh, what a fun time! It's what a, a fun yeah, time! And very, I know a lot of people fun. are like, "Play Commander YouTube, do it!" And so we do. And we so we do. We do. Do I do I do nearly anything to avoid shuffling my deck again? <laughs> yes. Do I attack? Yes. How does it go? You'll find out. You'll find out. <laughs> uh, so check that out. Um, also check out our sponsor, Card Kingdom. We love them. Yes. Um, you can find them on the interwebs at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Get anything you want for magic at this website. It's a one-stop yes. shop. They have so many different things. Uh, you can, of course, get all of like the sets that have come out. Uh, Phyrexia All Will Be One. You can pre-order the complete bundle. Love There's that bundle. Dominaria Remastered, Jumpstart 2022. But also, of course, all of the singles. If you saw some Pioneer decks, maybe at the Pro Tour that you're super excited to take to your FNM. I did. Um, or your local game store. Oh, Maria was there. <laughs> Maria was there. Like, was there like what a deck pioneer deck that like that, did well that, that you really that like you specifically kind of like Stop already? Anyways, so if you like Maria were particularly taken <laughs> with Celestia Auras, you can get all yes. the cards that you need over at cardkingdom.com/slash GLHF. It's now time for the randomizers. We hit the random button on scryfall.com. We found cards that we yes. may or may not be familiar with. We're going to show each other the art and see if we can guess what the cards do. All right, Maria, are you ready? Yeah. You're going to love this art. Let's see it. I do love it. You're correct. Yeah. Um, this is beautiful. This is an elf making a potion in a cauldron, in a glorious cauldron, in a in a in a forest. And mm -hmm. there's a beautiful white light that's coming out of this cauldron. Is this Rebecca Gay? Do you know what? I was just thinking that. I was like, oh, do we know who this? Yes, it is. Oh, it I, obviously is. It's a beautiful <laughs> Rebecca Gay yes, piece. It is. It is very Rebecca Gay. Yeah, it's 100% Rebecca Gay. I'm, I said elf, but this elf also has like a satyr horn situation. Oh, yeah. Anyway, the point is, it's a green card. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say is this card is green. Uh, this is an enchantment, and the name of the card is Enchantment Druid. <laughs> Wait, that would be a creature. Uh, dang it. Uh, enchant uh, Enchantress's Cauldron. <laughs> okay, great. And this is a uh, green artifact that, that did not exist when this card was made but stay with me stay with me okay um you can sacrifice creatures to the cauldron oh. to um go find as many basic lands and put them into your hand as the creatures uh mana value wow is All that right. card busted i don't know i have no idea about the quality of that card i don't know what kind of card i've made play <laughs> I think you would play it. I think so, yes. It definitely sounds like it has a home somewhere. Some kind of commander ramp situation wants this card. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it is green-white. Okay, sure, yeah. Um, that goes with the yes. white stuff coming out of the cauldron. Uh, it is from Shadow Moor. This card's name is Dawn Glow Infusion. Oh, it is a, a sorcery. Um, it is X and then hybrid green-white. You gain X life if green was spent to play Dawn Glow Infusion and X life if white was spent to play it. Mm. Do both if green-white was spent. So life gain spell? Yeah. At sorcery speed? Yeah. Not playing That's it. That's just... <laughs> It was a different time, Maria. It was a different it time indeed. was a different time. I'm going to now show you your card, Megan, which is, you could say, the opposite art. Wow. <laughs> it is 
what I can only <laughs> describe as the opposite art from what we just saw. We are looking at like a very angry minotaur. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's it is so mad. It's mad. Um, it is standing ag- against like what looks kind of like a wild like wall scroll like carving or something, right? Like a it looks wheel? like a big dial or wheel. Yeah. yeah so like weird carvings around the edge, weird symbols. And it is holding two enormous <laughs> swords. Like just holding them, looking straight at you, holding crossed swords. It looks like your time is nigh is what this Minotaur yeah, is that's saying. That's what it's saying. This you. Minotaur is saying you dead. What's the name of this card? Um in I'm your gonna estimation? say that this is um Deathblade Minotaur. Oh, that's a great name. It's gonna go real straight forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Deathblade Minotaur. This is th- um two red black for a three three uh Minotaur with menace. The end. Wow, it is a three three. Oh, great job. It costs four and a red. Okay. This card is named Talrum Champion. It is a Minotaur, of course. Mm -hmm. This is from Visions. All right. Uh, First strike. Whenever Talrum Champion blocks or becomes blocked by a creature, that creature loses first strike until end of turn. Wow. That's pretty powerful. (laughs) Like, no one shall ever first strike against this first striker. This Minotaur is like, I always have first strike against you. This is first first strike. Yeah. You may. Honestly. You mayest never. Yeah. So. Have first strike. You're pretty close. Wow. I'm going to give you the win on that one because that's pretty close. And you got the power toughness right. You know, that Minotaur. Is just so mad. And I mean, like, don't you agree that these arts were the exact opposite? They are the opposite arts. (laughs) If you go look at the arts for Dago Infusion and Tallroom Champion, you're going to be like, oh, look at these two opposite (laughs) artworks. You never thought that one artwork could be the opposite of another until you saw these. But they are. They are. Let's talk about all the new, new and magic. Oh my goodness, because there is (laughs) so much new. There is so much new. Maria, what do you want to talk about first? Okay, I want to talk about what I'm most excited about, which is the Lord of the Rings set. I knew it. Yeah, that's coming out um, this summer, everybody. I'm so excited. They gave us kind of a peek. I'm not going to call it a first look because that is the language they are using for when they officially start their preview of the set. So, um... We got our first peek, we'll say that, uh, of the Lord of the Rings set. Um, In case you need a little refresher on what this bad boy is, everybody. This is a big bad boy. (laughs) It sure is. What it is. Uh, It's a full set, okay? It is a real thing. It's not like a tiny little uh, supplemental product. It's a full set that is fully draftable and will be modern legal. And it is the first full set release as part of the Universes Beyond deal. Yes. Previously, we've only had Universes Beyond cards show up in like Secret Lair or, you know, like a couple of like the Transformers cards would Mm -hmm. be like a supplement to boosters, two boosters, a supplement to a set. But here it is. It's all thing. It's his own thing. And it's going to have it's going to have pre-release kits like pre-release packs. Yeah. You're going to pre-release for Lord of the Rings. It is going to have all of the. All of the typical kinds of boosters that we now think collector of. Collector boosties. Draft set, collectors. It's going to have its own commander decks. Yes. Which is just... What are the commanders going to be? Ooh, okay. Because we don't know yet, right? The wizards. The wizards? That's my guess. <gasps> okay. I don't know. I them. think that... Oh, man. I think that that's a really good guess. So you think that there'd be like a Saruman, a Gandalf, a Sauron? A Radagast. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone playing the Radagast deck is like, is like oh. I'm just here to hang out. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Whatever. I'm just hanging. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm on the good side, but am I doing much? No. no. I'm hanging out in the woods with my shrooms. Um, yeah, well, there is going to be commander decks. No, we don't know what they are yet. Yeah, or it could be like, right? It could be um, the elves. The dwarves, yes, could. the orcs. That's a good point. And then once again, the the Radagast of the creature decks, <laughs> Hobbits. The Hobbits. Yeah. Hey everyone, but what's your deck about? <laughs> I, uh, 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 food tokens? Oh, definitely food. Oh man, I feel like food tokens have to be in this set. Right, they have to be in this they set. They have to be in this set. Second breakfast. That's oh. going to be a card that makes two food tokens. I, it if it's not, it's going to be the greatest travesty of Magic the Gallery. I just said that, but then I'm like, how is that? How is that how not is it a thing? Not, it's impossible it that that's not in the thing. set. It's literally impossible calling it now. Um, this set comes out on June 23rd on Tabletop, everybody. Yes. Um, and it's going to be on Arena, too, which I'm very excited about because yeah. I wasn't kind of expecting that when they first, first, first announced this. But it's going to be on Agreed. Arena on the 20th of June, and the pre-release is going to be on the 16th. So it's one of those deals where the pre-release happens in the LGS first, then on Arena, then the official Tabletop release on the 23rd. Oh, man. It's just... It's just pretty cool. Um, I love this like initial art for the Lord of the Rings yeah. Tales of Middle Earth is like what the universe is beyond is called. It the, has Frodo reaching out for the ring. Yeah, but also kind of like a golem like face it's in like flames. It's like also Frodo's yes. face. Exactly. It's so cool. It's the shadow self. Um, we know that the set symbol is the one ring, which is just a it's great really set cool. symbol. It's really cool. It's a very cool set symbol. Yeah. So that's kind of all that we know right now, right? We've gotten to see some of this early art. like the on packaging. The boost, yeah, the packaging art, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Ooh, here. This looks like Balrog, Balrog. Yeah, there's definitely got to be the Balrog in this set. Balrog boy. We're going to get our first look at the set actually coming up very soon everybody it's going to be on march 14th wow. so that is coming up that is quite soon any day now um what do you want for sure to see in this set oh my goodness that's i want to see um oh other than the card second breakfast which makes two yes. food tokens we already know which that's is in obviously the set. i want to see some cool location cards right in some way like i want to see a rivendell is lands? that a land maybe yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, do we get to see a rivendell. mordor Yes, that's for that you know. for sure has to be like the dual lands. Yeah, exactly. I really hope so. Um, whatever Saruman's bad times place is called. <laughs> I think that is what it's called. Saruman's bad times yeah, place. Yeah, bad time place. <laughs> well, he's a direct man. I, says it like it is. I think there's got to be a call, card called the Hobbit's weed or whatever they call it. <laughs> the Hobbit's leaf. You've yes. been smoking too much of the Hobbit's leaf. It has yes. clouded your mind. <laughs> The Hobbit's Leaf. <laughs> it's a green card and it's fog. It's just, very... it's just fog. Yeah. Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> wow. We yeah. are creating cards for the set left and right. Stop the presses wherever these are being printed because we have some ideas that need to be added in. Right. We know, you know that there are the characters who probably must get cards, right? Like Gandalf, Saruman, must. all yes. of the, uh, you know, like Merry Pippin. We've seen Gandalf Frodo, cetera, like in a piece of art they've yes, released. Boromir in a piece of art, Aragorn. But like, are there any characters that you hope get cards? I think Radagast is a really <laughs> yeah, good candidate. I mean, I, that's like probably not, but good. like, wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be so wouldn't good? Wouldn't it be so good? Oh, um, do you know who better not get a stinking card? <laughs> stinking Tom Bombadil. <laughs> What is your problem with Tom Bombadil? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever, you stupid enigma. Get out of here. Um, 
Gosh, I don't, uh, I mean, uh, what did I suggest the hobbits? <laughs> <laughs> like a real dingus. That was, I, uh, no, I think that's a great one. <laughs> As a fog, A plus. Yeah, it's, it would be a great fog. Playable oh, fog for the first time. We need some Ents, right? Some Ents? real nice oh, big tree folks. Yes, that would be so cool. Tree beard. Yeah. A legendary exactly. tree folk. Okay. That'd be pretty cool. Are there any legendary? There must be a legendary tree folk right now. Is Multani a tree Multani's folk? Multani's got to be legendary yeah. for sure. I mean, but is Multani a tree folk? Uh, yeah. What? I don't know. Bark person. Bark person. Elemental. elemental. Multani's an oh, elemental, interesting. actually. Okay. Okay, here, let me check. Yeah, look this up because th- this would make sense to me. Type line, tree folk. Tree folk. Okay. Search with these options. All it is is tree folk. Um, how many are there in magic right now? Wow. There's more than 96. I thought. 96. Wow. Yeah. That's like almost uh, a full some, commandy deck right there. Oh, here right we go. Colfinor, the last U, which is a commander card. Okay. Uh, three white, black, green for a three, seven vigilance reach. Uh, whenever it or another creature you control dies, return up to another target creature card with lesser toughness from your graveyard to your hand. Okay. Oh, yeah, Doran, the Siege Tower. We've seen Doran. Oh, yeah. In the last couple of years. I recognize that card. Okay. So, yeah, uh, there are some legendary tree folk. It would be really cool to add some more legendary tree folks. What if we had, what if we played a trees deck on Elder Dragon Hijinks? Oh, that would be great. A trees deck. Somebody for sure has made a trees deck, wink, wink, in Commander, right? Yeah. Don't you think? Why do you say wink, wink? Because trees is a word people use for the hobbit's leaf. (laughs) 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 Right? I mean an actual oh, trees deck. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. Okay. Why they're, why they're using that euphemism instead of the hobbit's leaf though. <laughs> we don't, I don't know. know. We don't know. I don't what know. if we did one at EDH with just, we had, everyone had a creature type and one was trees, one was hounds, one was cats. <gasps> That'd be so cute. One What's the other? Birds. That one's oh, birds. kind of boring, hmm. but I don't know what Sphinxes? other. Sphinx? Is there enough Sphinx in magic? Ah, there's got to be enough Sphinx in magic. Don't you think? I If there's enough Sphinx. If there's 96 tree folk, how many Sphinx are there? There's got to be. Okay, do you want to guess how many Sphinx well, there are? Well, because there's not like baby Sphinx, right? There's only giant six mana Sphinx. Uh, oh, that's a great question. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to say there's probably like th- a third, 35 Sphinx. <laughs> there are 72 okay, Sphinx. Okay, wow. That's more than I thought. Let's see. Let's find the cheapest one. There's some that are four mana. Yeah, there's, yeah, that's true. There's a couple that are four. Let's see if there's anything. This is the cheaper than four. A beef I have with magic all the time is I want baby versions of cards, and yep. by that I mean creature type that is normally larger, like a sphinx, but is you it's can play for like sphinx. tiny, like two mana, and it does a sphinx like thing. Yeah, you know. Hmm. I don't think that there. So far, there do not appear to be any. Okay, so <laughs> baby four. sphinx. But hold on, continuing to look, um, Rafine scheming seer. Is oh, a sphinx. That is uh, a that's sphinx. a three mana sphinx. Oh, okay. She's sphinx. All right. All right. We found a three mana one. All right. Fair but enough. That's not a baby. I didn't baby. know she was a sphinx. Uh, let's see. Two mana is the le- the threshold for baby. Wow. Well, yeah. You think it must be two it must mana? Must be two mana. Yeah. Uh, there's another three mana sphinx, and that's it. Okay. And then everything else is. What wizards? What is stopping you from what is printing a baby sphinx? Is there any card in Magic that has a baby sphinx even on it? No, 
not that I know of. We're really getting to the bottom of some important things. Yeah, I mean, like, what if you printed a Sphinx that was a 1-3 and it was two mana, and when it ET beat, it was flyer, you scry one. That would that would be a Sphinx, right? Mm-hmm. And that would be a perfectly playable card to put in any set. IMO. Let's see. A st- um... Come on, why is there not why <laughs> what is there not search, a page? What did you search for? What phrases did you type in? MTG baby sphinx. <laughs> what else am I gonna search for? I put in I put in okay, what I'm well, looking for. That is what we are looking for, true enough. Does there does not appear to be a baby sphinx, okay. which is truly travesty. A travesty. Yeah, I mean, what I described is a baby sphinx, one three for two mana. Yeah. A scry one, is that too good? It's kind of no. good. No. That's a great card. It's an omen speaker, but yeah. flying. <laughs> I love that. I think omen speak omen speaker, but flying. I mean, solid. look, power creep is. And we a thing. know that blue needs some help right now. It has not been great in recent draft sets. No, it has not. Help it out. Give us ba- the baby sphinx we all need and deserve. All right, so let's look at Lord of the Rings. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what were we talking Cross about? that one okay. off the list. Uh, <laughs> next up, uh, March of the Machine. Yeah. So this is. We got a lot of looks, a lot of peaks at March of the Machine. Sure did. At MagicCon Philly. They had a whole panel. Yeah. That was all about peaking. And so March of the Machine, the pre-release for that is April 14th through the 20th. That weekend Mm -hmm. comes on to Arena on April 18th. Um, Previews start March 29th. Yeah. So it is also coming up very quickly on us here. Yeah, very exciting. We got to see some cool cards. For instance, there we saw the new Gingataxius, which will come in this set. It's we know that there will be double faced cards. Yes, that you can transform by paying a cost. I like that. Uh, yeah, I agree. Three blue blue for a five five ward two. Also woof. Yeah. Whenever you cast a non creature spell with mana value three or greater, draw a card. Excellent. Yes, yes please. Yeah, sick. Uh, three and a blue exile Jingataxius, then return it to the battlefield transformed under its owner's control. Activate only as a sorcery and only if you have seven or more cards in hand. Yikes. And then the flip side, this is so sick. The flip side is a saga. I love that. Uh, this is the saga, the great synthesis. Uh, one, draw cards equal to the number of cards in your hand. You have no maximum hand size for as long as you control the great synthesis. Two, return all non-Phyrexian creatures to their owner's hands. Yes, please. Okay, yeah. And three, you may cast any number of spells from your hand without paying their mana costs. Exile the Great Synthesis, then return it to the battlefield front face up. That So you get your Jingataxius back. Like a problem. This seems, this card is just like you just loop it around forever. Like, like, okay, draw some cards, draw some cards, draw some cards, draw some cards. any number of spells from your hand without paying their mana costs. Ooh. That sounds like a trouble. Ooh. That right, sounds so great. Right here in River I'm City. I'm so excited. That card's um, bonks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Jindicantaxis is being extremely good. Yes. Um, we also saw a card that was a hint at a story moment. Yeah. Which with breach of the multiverse. Yeah, this is five black black for a sorcery. Each player mills ten cards. For each player, choose a creature or planeswalker card in that player's graveyard. Put those cards onto the battlefield under your control. Then each creature you control becomes a Phyrexian in addition to its other types. But of course, what we're really talking about here is the yeah. name of the card, <laughs> breach the multiverse. 
Uh, so hello. I mean, we knew they coming for everybody, but they really, they really are. They really coming for everybody. <laughs> the flavor text of this card is all worlds will know perfection. Elish Norn. I mean, yeah. Um, so somehow the Norn dog is <laughs> breaching the worlds. I'm and really f- upset. <laughs> I'm really upset by that name. <laughs> sending out Phyrexian vibes. To I just everywhere. want to register that I'm not okay with that name for this card. <laughs> well, or just like that name um, in general. You can't choose your nickname. You're uh, given it. So we know that we'll see like this invasion across a bunch of planes. For instance, they showed us all of the common dual lands that are going to be in the set. Yeah. That are all from different planes that are experiencing the invasion, unfortunately. But we also got to see some cool team ups of, you know, some legends on different planes teaming up to fight the invasion. Yeah, they're but, cute. They're so cute. We've got Yargle and Multani, which is just three black, black, green for an 18-6. I love Yargle and Multani. They're great. 18-6. Um, get wrecked from one attack. Yeah, exactly. You know, they big. Uh, there's Galta and Maverin. Also great. 12-12. Yep, just a nice big 12-12. Three green, green, white, white dinosaur vampire. I love that. <laughs> um, trample, whenever you attack, choose one. Create a tapped and attacking XX green dinosaur creature token with trample where X is the greatest power among other attacking creatures, which wow. will probably be 12. Uh, create X11 white vampire creature tokens with lifelink where X is the number of other attacking creatures. This I card is extremely Very good. good. Uh, and then Thalia and the Gitrog monster, which... Is just great. Thalia is here riding the Gitrog monster and he's being yeah. big and stompy. It's so cute. It's so cute. He's yelling. The Gitrog monster be yelling about this. Roar! This um, one uh, is rare. Also, this is probably the best one they previewed. I mean, this card is so good. One white, black, green, which on the upkeep I called uh, Siege Rhino Mana and Megan was not happy about that. Uh, like, why would you invoke his name? <laughs> Why? Why call? Why call to him? I mean, I don't know. It just why bring about him up? I think it's probably because it's also four four. Just, just no. That just made me think of it. You know, just we don't need it to talk about. It. My we brain. don't need to talk about him. First strike, Ever. death touch. Okay, which as we know is a lethal yes. combination. Uh, you can play an additional land on each of your turns. Creatures and non-basic lands your opponents control come in tapped. Whenever it attacks, sacrifice a creature land, then draw a card. Wow! Wow! Well, you know, and we, yeah, we also saw Chandra Hope's Beacon. This is a new Chandra for four red, red, five mana. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, copy it. Mm -hmm. You may choose new targets for the copy. This ability triggers only once each turn. Busto. Plus two, add two mana in any combination of colors. Plus one, exile the top five cards of your library until the end of your next turn. You may cast an instant or sorcery spell from among those exiled cards. And minus X, Chandra Hope's Beacon deals X damage to each of up to two targets. Very good. Yeah. When you have a six mana Chandra, that seems pretty good. Like, that's where she lives. Yes. She lives at that. She just she lives li- for six she's mana. She's living at that six mana. Um. Yeah. Okay. We still have not yet touched on, like, everything that we got. No. Because there's some other big news that we got about this set yes. from this release. Yes. Which is we're going to see some completed old friends. Yeah. Or old enemies. Heliod, I'm looking at you, you monster. Heliod, the Radiant Dawn, two white, white, four, four. So this is the uncompleted version of Heliod. When he enters the battlefield, return target enchantment card that isn't a god from your graveyard to your hand. But then you can pay three in Phyrexian blue to transform Heliod at sorcery speed into 
Flip the card over. Heliod, the warped eclipse. Wild. This is a four Oof. six. You may cast spells as though they had flash. Spells you cast cost one less to cast for each card your opponents have drawn this turn. So, wow. I, again, like the fact that you can just pay the mana whenever you see fit to transform it. Yeah. You don't have to meet a weird condition or anything like that. You just pay. Just be like, here here he go. But the fact that you can complete a god is, wow. is like a little scary. Pretty spooky, man. How can you kill a god? What a grand and intoxicating know. innocence. What about how do you complete an elemental i know because omnathalocus of all be here yeah he, he's certainly the locus of all i'll tell yeah. you that he is white blue black red green but the the black is phyrexian uh this is omnath omnath finally all five colors but at what cost yeah <laughs> but at what cost the cost of uh, having a phyrexian arm now yeah it's a spooky gross looking arm it's a bad time four four uh legendary ob if you could lose if you would lose unspent mana, the mana comes becomes black instead. Weird. Okay, that's Creepy. weird. At okay. the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, look at the top card of your library. You may reveal that card if it has three or more colored mana symbols in its mana cost. If you do, add three mana in any combination of its colors and put it into your hand. If you don't reveal it, put it into your hand. Wow. 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 Uh, wow. 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 That unspent mana thing is really weird. Right? Well, it's in case you don't want to cast that card yeah. right away, you can just be like, I'll hold on oh, to this. I'll hold on to this. Which is interesting because I don't, I'm like, when was the last time we cared about unspent mana? Back when mana burn was a thing? Right? Well, there's cards that like carried over because then, right, it never goes away. So you can, in theory, accumulate a huge amount of mana over wow. a bunch of turns and then ca cast like a huge... Uh, Sun's Twilight of some kind, maybe, or something yeah, like that, sure, right? Sure, like a sure. huge X spell. Wow. Could Omnath. be a use of it. Use of it. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited for this set. It looks dope. Yeah. I mean, I've got to say, like, th these cards are cool. The fact that the Phyrexians can get their little Phyrexian fingers into even a god's hair, like, that's, wow. that's creepy. I don't want to think about Phyrexian fingers <laughs> in anyone's hair. <laughs> gonna put that out there <laughs> next time you're getting uh, your haircut just imagine no. and fingers up in there oily no. um it just it just seems very cool and very dire like yeah. the situation with uh what was the name of the card breach the multiverse like yeah i have speculated like what on earth is gonna happen yeah that magic is gonna change forever forever we got a sneak peek at the set that comes after this speaking about what's gonna happen after yeah which is uh march of the machine the aftermath yeah we know that this is just 50 cards so Me. it's a tiny little supplemental set that will come in five card boosters weird that talks about what happens after right it's all of the, it's a bunch of story moments of what happens to all the different characters um whether they live or perhaps like the kenriths they die the kenriths royal funeral um, in legendary enchantment, two white black. When it enters the battlefield, exile up to two target legendary creature cards from your graveyard. Oh, flavorful. You draw X cards and you lose X life, where X is the greatest mana value among cards exiled this way. Legendary spells you cast cost one less to cast for each card exiled with the Kenrith's royal funeral. Wow. So sad. Sorry, Kenrith. Gosh. Didn't oh. make it. Didn't no. make it. Well, nope. I guess we'll find out who else didn't make it with March of the Machine. Yeah. So, Maria, we haven't even touched on all of the stuff that has been s snuck peeked, <laughs> sneaked peeked. Yeah, that's what it is. So the, uh, we have not touched on everything that has, has been, been sneaked peeked. Yeah, because there's also Commander uh, Masters, Masters, yes, which is the first 
Commander Master Set, like yeah. the first Master Set that touches on Commander. It's going to have cards that come out right. It's going to be draftable, but it's also going to have Commander decks that have 10 new Commander cards each in them. Yeah, it's not like other Master Set where it's only reprints in the Commander decks themselves, not mm-hmm. in the set, but in the decks. There's 10 new cards yeah. each deck. Um and these are the decks that they had asked, what should we make? They kind of pulled people. And yeah. these were the four. So they're really, I think they're very cool. Yes. There's Enduring Enchantments, which is white, black, green, which I'm obviously interested in. <laughs> Planeswalker Party, white, red, blue. Sliver Swarm, which is Wooburg. Um, I think that sounds very cool. Mm-hmm. And Eldrazi Unbound, which is colorless. Also very cool. Which is, I'm just so like, exciting. I don't know. I Normally, yeah. you know, we're not huge commander players. So it's like commander product doesn't really spark my interest. But these four sound so interesting yeah. that I'm like, we got to play them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I'm excited about that. That one we're getting our first look at on May 16th and it comes out on August 4th. Yeah. So that is like, to be real, that is not too long after, no. right? We have a lot of stacked things coming up. We have March of the Machine. Aftermath, which to be fair, doesn't really, it feels kind of like a tack on, right? It's like add on to March of the Machine. And then we are going to have Lord, we have Lord Lord of of the the Rings. Rings. And then we're going to have Commander Masters. Yep. People talked a lot at the end of last year about product fatigue. Yes. Which is one is very fair. And two, to be fair on the other side of it, a lot of that came from like the Warhammer and, um, Unfinity sets were not came out the same weekend, and Unfinity was supposed to be months earlier. Well, there was a ship that was blocking a canal somewhere. Yeah, you remember, right? There was a whole bunch of stuff that ended up pushing all of these product releases. So a lot of stuff kind of got clustered at the end of the year, and people were like, "This is too much." Yeah. How are you feeling about this set of like looking at these three or four things in front of us now? Well, we didn't even mention two other things. Yeah. I'm just going to throw it out there. There's Alchemy Phyrexia. Yep. That's coming out um, tomorrow. Yeah. Today, whatever. Innistrad Remastered is also yes. coming to Arena. Which are both going to be Arena only. Yes. Arena yeah. only stuff. So I just want to throw those into the mix too. So you and I, would you argue, are entrenched in the game? Yes. <laughs> I play a lot of magic. What entrenchment level would you say we are versus the normal human being? Wow. Okay. Well, one, I think that you and I are at different levels. Okay. Well, there you go. I think that you Ooh. are slightly like Ooh. you're in a slightly more like they, they like you more and they like me less. I think I spend slightly less money on the game than you do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So for sure. I'm, I'm like a definitely like a magic whale kind of person. Yeah. Not, not the whale. of whales. You're, yeah. You're not like the biggest, but I, I will buy barely any supplemental product. Yes. I got, um, I got the kitties. Yeah. Show me the kitties. Show, I got, show me the kitties, uh, at magic on Philly. And yeah. that is my first secret layer I have ever purchased. Yeah. And I've bought like maybe like six secret layers or something, yeah. which again, isn't a ton, No, but it is still a difference, right? That was the yeah. first one that I've ever purchased. Right. Um, so yeah, I am in the bracket of like, I would prefer to be able to play all of the regular sets coming out. Um, but that is my threshold. Yeah. And I do feel like, depending on how these fall, will I make it to everything? Like, will I make it both to a Lord of the Rings event and a Commander Masters event? I'm not sure. I'm going to have to kind of feel out how close those two things are together. Like, will I kind of feel burnt out and be like, I yeah. don't want to go to a Commander Masters thing. Like, I just had, like, I just went to this other big thing. Yeah. 
I don't know. But also at the same time, maybe I'll be ready for it. Maybe I'll be excited. It's um, The reason I bring up these um, alchemy sets and Innistrad Remastered, which is yeah. pushing Pioneer towards closer to becoming full and yeah. complete on Arena, um, is because, uh, and why I brought up the fact that we're pretty entrenched players. Obviously, mm-hmm. we've had a podcast about magic for 10 years. <laughs> We're marginally um, interested in the game. Which is, I, I bring that up because even that fact being true, mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff, um, like on the upkeep, I had to refresh myself when I was thinking about it because there's so many details about each thing. I'm like, wait, what did we know? What have yes. we just learned? When it's does it come out? Yeah. Um, and if we have to keep that straight in our brains and we're the people who are telling the people about it, that says to me that there is way, way, way too much for any normal person to keep track of. Yes. Now, is that a bad thing? I can't answer that question. I can only answer it personally. And that to me is the alchemy stuff. I'm beginning to be on the side of like that. I think might go, Let it should go. go away. Let it go. It, I heard about it and I was like, I just can't care. Yeah. Not even that I don't care that I can't push us towards pioneer. I like that. Like, yeah, that's let's have fine. pioneer. Let's ha- I like Explorer. I like playing Explorer. You can get a, an Explorer match on arena very yep. quickly. Let's keep pushing that. I don't want to play. I, like I even have an alchemy deck that I discovered that I love. Yeah, but I still don't care. Like you have to wait so long in the queue because nobody plays it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sad about saying that because I think it's really cool that we yeah. play in this space. Like seeking cards, for instance, it's just an upgrade. Yeah, it's right? very cool. Uh, spellbook stuff is very cool. Yeah, but like the problem is, is like not enough people play it. Yeah. People are overwhelmed, and I just feel like. If you look at the roster of stuff that they're making and you're like, hey, is there too much stuff? It feels like across a lot of people's spectrums, the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. And if you're looking for an easy thing to cut, I'm just saying that it is the most obvious and easiest thing to cut. You could make the argument if you words of the coast that you're like, well, not everything is for every player. Of course, we know that. And some people, but I don't think that is true of a product like Alchemy. Yeah. Because to, in order to play and like Alchemy, you are already invested enough to be an arena player, which is a bigger investment than a casual tabletop paper player, right? Yeah. So you're already using arena. You're already like playing whatever you're playing on arena. I just don't think that that casual alchemy nature fits yeah. in with the people who are using the product. You can have, you can say not every product is for everyone, right? Like that's very true of not every set of precon commander decks is going to be for everybody. Not every kind of special or secret layer is going to be for everyone. Not every kind of like special card treatment is going to be for everyone, but a format does need to be for a lot of people yeah. because the only way that there's enough people to play a format is if it's for a lot of people. Yeah, that's a good point. So you can't, you can say it's not for everyone about product, but you can't say it's not for everyone about a format because if it's not for enough people, there's not going to be enough people to play it. Yeah. So I'm fine with these paper releases. Um, it is a lot. Yeah. And that's too much to even keep in my brain. Yeah. But I'm still fine with it. But when it comes to this extra online stuff, it's too complicated yeah. for, for me, my taste. And I think that would be the general overriding principle. So my prediction is next year, will we have alchemy? I don't know. We'll see. We yeah. will certainly, it's that's certainly a TB scene. TB. <laughs> if only they had an abbreviation for that. If only. <laughs> But they don't. So we have to say TV scene. TV scene. (laughs) 
All right, Maria. Yes. It is time for a little bit more Brothers War story. Where are we in the Brothers War story? Okay, so the last time that we talked, remember, this is the one that jumps around in time a little bit. We were talking about um, Caleb and Krug yep. trying to save Penragon in the aftermath of Urza and Mishra's war, yes. which essentially is pushing this plane that they're on very slowly into like, I think a nuclear winter. Yeah. Right. And so they, we see her, um, Thanos comes in, tries to create the peacetime automatons, but they realize that they, you know, that they can't have any automatons eventually. And there's all these people that are anti-automaton trying all the, to yeah, take exactly. all of them down. And so eventually like there's no more automatons. Everyone has to leave Penragon and goes farther inland. Yes. Um, we had like the little bit of the last warlord of Krug. Who is the one who went crazy? And he saw, because he saw Teferi, Teferi, who's we now know that Teferi <laughs> right is trying to dip back in time and find stuff. Yeah. So we in this episode, and honestly, you don't really need to know all of that because these episodes move around in time. So this episode, episode three of the Brothers War story, takes place in twenty eight AR, which is Argivian Reckoning. Yes. And this takes us back to when the. Urza and Mishra's war is starting. Oh, okay. So in this instance, we are now in the city of Krug before it, on the day of its fall, right? Oh, the fall of Krug. On the day Krug. that Krug is falling. Um, we are seeing a couple of, they were, used to be cadets. And the only reason why they are now full pilots of war machines is because Mishra's forces are attacking the city of Krug. And they're like, all right, you five kids, you're called Guess on Guess what? Up. You got a promotion. Exactly. Right. And they have... They're now piloting these like sleek new wartime automatons. Wow. These five kids. And one Sanwell, for each color of man. <laughs> Sanwell is like kind of our, our main character of this. He's very nervous. Um, his brother works with ornithopters and he's really just hoping that he's already been evacuated from Krug. And he's like, okay, the city is falling. Um, Mishra has these dragon engines, right? Yeah. We have the Falaji dragon engines that are absolutely just annihilating the city. As you can imagine, something called a dragon engine can do a heck of yeah, a lot of damage. That, sound, that sounds right. It's a bad time. Mm. Sanwell is very nervous. He barfs. <laughs> Oh, Sanwell. Sanwell. <laughs> so these five new recruits or, you know, newly uh, indu like inducted pilots. Yeah. Uh, we see Thanos even handing over the reins to them being like, you're, you're our hope. Like, go take down those dragon engines with these automatons if you Kneeling can. down. You're our only hope. Basically. And so they go out into the city of Krug. And this, the rest of the story is basically like wartime is bad, everyone. And wartime <laughs> is a alert. bad time. Yeah. Right. They like find a, like a courtyard in the city where some of their Yoshin troops are trying to hold off the advances of Mishra's troops. And a dragon engine just comes and freaking annihilates them. Yeah. Just like burns them all to a crisp. And Sanwell and two of the other people are only saved because they had started to go down an alley to try and get the dragon engine. And they just turn around and like ride the alley behind them. Is, yeah. Or the courtyard that they just went from where like their other two uh, pilots were and their lieutenant was and everything. Gone. War is a bad time is the story. Yeah. <laughs> is this story. And we'll make a nuclear winter in this case. Exactly. And we'll eventually make a nuclear winter. So they run to like another little fortified courtyard area and they have their three automatons and like these, this set of Falaji troops is marching towards them. Yeah. And so they try, they use their automatons to try and cut, like fight them. Right. And it's a big 
battle. And Sanwell is also, right, he's he's panicking. He's just kind of giving his automaton the instructions to be like, kill these soldiers. And he we also have this moment where he's kind of horrified looking at this automaton yeah. being like, I have not given it specific instruction on what to do or how to fight these people. I just said, kill these soldiers. And it is doing it with brutal efficiency. Wow. So we see a little bit, right, of like that terror that these machines caused. And the fact that Thanos later on wanted to make peacetime ones. And we see that these first ones, they're literally named like Sword 1 and Sword 2 are like these automatons' names. <laughs> That's too cute. I know. What's happening. <laughs> um, but we see, right, thing that the original iterations were just warm. Like, that's yeah. it. Sanwell is like, someone, like, this machine has been programmed to take my basic instruction of fight these people that I think are the bad guys and uses it to just, like, absolutely bloodily, like, tear them to pieces. Yeah. And it is kind of horrifying. And finally, the Falaji troops, like, take down one of the automatons, get the other one, um, and he and the other two remaining pilots try to run, but are badly injured. One of them gets killed. And the other two are like, hey, we were told that there's a city like way, way out, like out by the harbor. We need to try to run to it. We just need to try to evacuate. Um, and so Sanwell is like, hey, you know, sword one, kill these troops. And then they run. He and the other pilot run away. So was he inside operating it like a suit? No, they have like a like a command rod that they use essentially. Oh, like um, a remote control? Yes, it's essentially like a remote, a fancy remote control that they like talk to it and they also use it to direct it. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So that's what he uses and he's like, he sees like, you know, the hulking remains of his automaton like rising up and oh. fighting <laughs> the, the remaining phalagias. Oh, he and this dark. other pilot try to run away and he is horrified. War is a bad time. War is a bad time. <laughs> Big takeaway from this story. More at 11. Exactly. And then we switch perspectives to one of the phalagia soldiers. Yeah. Uh, who was marching and he like comes to and realizes he's been hit by like three different like arrow bolts or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he's like, Oh my goodness, I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> he passes out again and wakes up at night in the same kind of courtyard area where this battle was and sees what he thinks he sees a glowing blue figure, like kneeling at different by different soldiers. And he's like, that's death. I'm looking at death oh. right now. Death is and coming it was to fairy. Death is coming through this courtyard. And and Eamon, this phalagi that we're with, like looks and death like walks towards where he's standing and looks around and, and says, says, not yet. Let's slow no. things down. <laughs> Let's slow things down. <laughs> I, I wish. Um, death says not yet. Right. And okay. he looks around and says, we're too early. We're years away. Decades, at least. It doesn't happen here. And Eamon thinks that that's about him. Oh. And death just disappears. And obviously, we know now it was to fairy. But Eamon is like, it was death. And two weeks later, we see him walking out of like, you know, the, you know, first aid or like the medic tent sure. at the war camp, having finally recovered from his three arrow it's wounds. Like, I'm not going to die for another like, two decades. He's I'm like, invincible. Death told me not <laughs> yet. That's the story. Wow. War is a bad time. <laughs> that sounds like a very good story. Yeah. So we're just seeing, right? We're seeing these times that Teferi is like dipping into. When Teferi's like, I got to dip out, you don't know where they're going to dip into. <laughs> no, next. <laughs> Literally time. It could be a different time. Any time at all. Wow. Okay. How yeah. many chapters are left of our brother's war? Two more. Two more? Yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. Where will where will we see Teferi next? Hopefully, spooking me in the middle of the night. Yeah. 
Um, I've, I've just really enjoyed the way that that's this story yeah, has this played out. It sounded very good. You know, I, it's in general been really cool to see rather than trying than them trying to be like, let's try and do five stories that are the whole enormous arc of what happened back in the brothers war. Yeah. Let's dip into these like important moments, right? We see Caleb and Krug and Penragon trying to recover and failing because of a nuclear winter that's yeah. coming. We see the way that some of the interior lands have changed with the rise of the warlord of Krug. We see, we go back and we see way at the beginning of the war when Mishra and his dragon engines are uh, attacking Krug and it falls. It's cool. So that's my pitch. Hashtag it's yeah. cool. Hashtag it's cool. Everyone, thank you so much once again for spending your um, precious time with us here on Good Luck High Five. Um, we're so appreciative of everyone who helps make our show happen at patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you again so much to our sponsors. Yes. Card Kingdom. You're so cool. You can visit them at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF to get whatever you need for your magical life. Cool, shiny singles. That's what I'm always there for. You can even sell your cool, shiny singles. Card Kingdom will help you out. Thank you again to all of our new patrons, to Bradley, Ryan, Anne, Benita, and Barry. Yay! Thank, thank you. you. Remember to head on over to the Discord and claim whichever specific part of this episode yes. is yours. You can become our new friend on patreon.com slash GLHF magic whenever you want, and mm-hmm. we'll dedicate our next episode to you. And you can join our awesome family over on Discord, which is really a great, great time. Um, a lot of new magic stuff coming down the pipe. Woof. Obviously, we talked yeah. about it this week. How yes, do you we feel about everything in magic? Yeah. You can let us know in that Discord, or you can tweet at us at GLHF Magic. Yeah. Always let us know down in the YouTube comments. Yes. Whatever's, you know, whatever's right for you. We just, we, we'd love to hear from you. We like having a dialogue, even though yeah. um, we were just talking at you. But after the show, you know, you can talk you at us. It's like a very, it's a conversation, but it's only done in really big chunks. It's like a conversation out of time. Wow. You know, like Teferi oh, would be what? into this. Oh, Teferi oh, would understand oh, and enjoy this. Oh, Let's slow things down. down. What would you do if you heard that in the middle of the night? I like if you wake up out yeah. of a dead sleep yeah. and just hear a voice let's slow things out of nowhere down. saying let's slow <laughs> things down I would absolutely freak out I would oh, run yeah. around my apartment B- big time. being like where big who, time. where who did it where are no, you no the real question when did it when did it <laughs> 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 